Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Here we are. It's week, man, it's week number five of the Texas high school football season. Most everybody, not everybody, but most everybody, some even began district games last week, the ones that matter to make sure you get to play past the first weekend in November. And a lot of them start this week, including we, we broadcast Midway Football 12-6A, which has really struggled as a district. The only team that's had a nice start is Weiss out of Pflugerville, but starting district tonight. But a lot of teams, excuse me, this week, but a lot of teams are. Let's look back at about six or seven games that popped to me. We always put up the elite games at the end of this show, this podcast, and then uh, who had the key wins? Who had the ones that maybe went, oh, in fact, one of our stories and interviews is going to be Ray, is Ray Gates, the head coach at North Crowley in his second year. Man, they had a team back in 2003. They were at the end of the year playing for a championship, but they've been sporadic at best and really a lull of any success. They're a great story. They've beaten Lovejoy 12-1 uh, and one last year. He'll join us. And we always look for a game that pops out at us or me or perhaps you. Last week, Gunner and Brock, Gunner's favorite. They win 35-12. to 12. Brock plays a hellacious. They really do a, a non-district schedule. They'll be fine in the end as they continue to get bigger. But Gunner is really, really good. March Centerville. I knew this would be – I thought this could end up being a slugfest – Mart was able to get loose a few times. Jonah Ross and, and Bell and, and what they have, 36-21 against Centerville. Great football teams, and both will get better because they played each other last week. Uh, Smithson Valley beat Wagner 24-7. We will hear from 30-year longtime head coach Larry Hill momentarily. Cuero, the Gobblers beat Cal Allen 22-14. South Low Cliff, talk about a non-district schedule when you have Duncanville and DeSoto, and Lancaster has to play somebody. Uh, South Low Cliff has to play somebody, and in fact, they beat up on Parish Episcopal, Dallas Parish Episcopal, 49-14. to They got better with that. China Spring and Conley, Garrett Ross, who runs the mothership during this podcast, and also on many of our shows on 365 Sports. Conley loaded up. They have... Well, just a bunch of good players. Sibley, the running back, had over 200 yards. We know what uh, Kobe Black can do. He's probably going to end up in Texas. But not enough to stop China Spring, who had played a really good non-district schedule, the one loss to Melissa, two-time 4A champions, one year in Division II, one year in Division One. They just had so much firepower. Kyle Barton ran for a lot. Obviously, Cash McCollum, 
who's won Mr. Texas football before. He had over 300 yards and six touchdowns, and the defense made just enough plays, a young defense, high-scoring game, but China Spring blew that thing open even before halftime. I love the games. I've always said this in the 409. Some of those teams are a little bit down, but uh, West Orange, Stark, and Newton, 58-54 Newton. And if you know anything about Newton, and, and really with West Orange Stark or any schools, like they'll play anybody. They have to, uh, and they do. And Newton scored late to beat West Orange Stark 58-54. Franklin and Jasper, Jasper from the 409, just not quite who they have been. And it, it's been kind of an up and down, or not quite this like surge, but they are still a very good football program. And Newton uh, wins over West Orange Stark and then also Franklin, Two-time defending champions beat Jasper 29-14. It's really kind of interesting to me. Five A's beating six A's, three A's beating four A's, two A's beating three A's. It really, it, it, there's some that you're like, whoa, but it doesn't surprise you as much anymore. Center in Dangerfield. This is a 4A team center. The Rough Riders are having a great run. And they, uh, man, they can put up a lot of points, but you could, you knew this game with Dangerfield was going to either end up 50 to 48 but it ended up with like a normal football score. How about that center winning 28 to 21? Steele down in the San Antonio area. Remember, they had a great run, Malcolm Brown, and they were really, really good early on. And, and they've kind of had a little bit of uh, hit and miss, but they have looked very impressive this year, and they beat Legacy out of Midland, formerly Midland Lee, 62-31. Harmony made the great run last year, remember? All the way deep into the playoffs. Jeremy Jenkins, they had a great run. Uh, had a loss earlier this year. I think it was Hooks, but they're kind of getting their mojo back, 39-22 over DeCab in a game in deep East Texas. Here are the, from East and Central Texas, through my website, Smokey.com, the players of the week. We do four in East and four in Central Texas. At the top, someone that normally just puts up big numbers. And my goodness, there were so many options for that this week. Caden Tennyson, the Gilmer quarterback with 407 yards, four touchdowns and a 59-56 shootout with a last-second field goal to beat the Eagles, the Buckeyes, who also play really good people in non-district. Trevor Brooks, look at this stat line for the linebacker. Chapel Hill's known for Demetrius Brisbane, Ricky uh, uh, Stewart, and uh, what they have. He had six tackles, four tackles behind the line of scrimmage, three sacks, knocked down two passes, and also a pick in a win against Nacogdoches by 20. Giovanni James, uh, Sabine. 47-yard field goal at the buzzer. We had a lot of those in East Texas this weekend to beat Mount Vernon in a classic game, 30-27. The Central Texas Players of the Week, Ezrian Emery. How about this? This might be single game. I don't know. You know, you have Jacoby Williams at Beckville. There's some guy. Remember, we had Mario Porter from Frost. And, and and by the way, his name was missing in the overall. That's on me. He was the overall player of the, game, uh, of the week for Frost, again, right near Corsicana. But this is maybe the best single game overall stat line I've ever seen. First of all, a school record 335 yards rushing on just 14 carries. A school record seven touchdowns, 17 tackles, three tackles behind the line of scrimmage. He caused two turnovers and also batted down a pass in a win against Gerald, 75-44. Silly, silly. Uh, Junior Thornton played at Midway, saw him for a couple of years, an explosive player. 
ends up at La Vega with Don Hyde. He's playing the quarterback position. He had nearly 200 yards, both rushing and passing. There you see it, four touch, five touchdowns in a win where they had a big lead against Lorena and had to kind of fight off the Leopards in the end. Joaquin Martinez from University, uh, Kron Johnson, former Quero Gobbler, Baylor Bear, also has been coached el elsewhere, including Midway, linebacker. University's got some dudes now, 13 tackles, eight of those solo, sacks, the TFL, cause fumble, quarterback pressure, and a win against 6A Coppers Cove, 22-14. And then McKedrick Taylor of Chilton. Chilton, very good with head coach Benny Hewitt. A couple of kickoff returns for 123 yards, including a touchdown. And then what was a low-scoring game, 19-13 against Hearn. All right, when we come back, to me, one of the great stories this year and also last year, and, and maybe they, in some ways, Flew under the radar last year, even though they went 12-1. and one. We will discuss that with Ray Gates, the former Cedar Hill assistant coach. His former head coach at Cedar Hill is Carlos Lynn. He's now at Crowley. Gates now the head coach at North Crowley. Mike McFarlane is their superintendent. And I used to know him. I covered him when he was a football player back at old John Tyler under Alan Wilson. And speaking of Alan Wilson, he's kind of a consultant for that school district that used to have players leave everywhere. And Ray Gates, Carlos Lynn, starting to keep the talent inside Crowley ISD. Ray Gates, head coach at North Crowley, 4-0. Next on 365 Sports and the Smokey.com, Texas High School Football Podcast. I'm David Smoke with Garrett Ross. Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat in Longview has the largest new Jeep selection in East Texas, like the Jeep Wrangler 4XE, with fuel economy of 49 miles per gallon and 375 horsepower. And the Jeep Gladiator Sport is 6.9% for 72 months, or 10% below MSRP. And shop new Wrangler Gladiator and the Jeep Grand Cherokee during the Jeep Adventure Days event. And check out the only exclusive Jeep showroom in East Texas at Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat, online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Baylor Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletic, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. One of the best stories, really not just this year, but also last year, but a long way to go this year. But North Crowley is 4-0, 12-1 last year. And Ray Gates, their head football coach, former assistant coach at Cedar Hill, joins me and you on what is the Texas High School Football Statewide Podcast. Ray, I spoke with Mike McFarlane. I used to cover him when he was a player uh, at John Tyler. Uh, Alan Wilson was the coach. I know that he's been helping the district as well. Had a great run at Paris, JT, and even Carter. But the one thing he said to me that I was like, really? And, and I know this can happen. Sometimes school districts have what they need to win. Sometimes it may be the lack of leadership, or sometimes they can't keep the kids in their own school district. And it's like you guys, not that you put up a wall, but you have put up like, hey, we want you to stay here. We're going to give you a reason to stay here and play for us and start something special. Where did all that come from with you? Well, you know, first of all, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be on the show and, and, and tell our story here in North Crowley. We're, we're really excited about, you know, the opportunity today and for people around the state to know who we are. Um, so to start answering your question, you know, it, it started off with just getting here. Um, you know, I, I felt like the administration had done a really good job of, a point interest and, and value into the programs that we have here at, at Crawley ISD. Um, we have a magnificent stadium. We're in year two of it, a $56 million stadium that was built. Um, we're about to build, you know, some more things around here in, in our district. So the resources in the administration definitely, you know, have been invested, you know, in Crawley and Crawley ISD. And so my job coming in was to create the, the, the buzz and, and to make sure that we did a really good job of keeping our kids here. You know, we've always had kids here in Crawley ISD and a lot of those kids at, at different times that, you know, moved off and went to play at you know, different places. And so um, coming in, you know, just generating that type of energy around the program and getting the community to buy in has definitely given us, you know, the, the upper hand uh, in year two. When Mike told me that when he interviewed you, I said, so what stood out? Obviously with what you've done as a coach, but he said that you're kind of a, the kind of person that kids will migrate to, like, like a student athlete or students like a magnet that they're going to, they're going to be attached to how your personality is and that they're going to believe in you. Uh, Crowley was not, not only were you losing players to other districts, but also a lot of players sometimes when there's a coaching change that I, I don't want to make this sound, but like they're walking the hallways, they're not in athletics, they're doing something. They're not interested. Why do I want to play here? How much, did it take for you to be able to get young men that did not want to play football, didn't know why they would want to play football at North Crowley, but now they are? Well, you know, it, it started with the transition. Uh, I'm really good friends with, you know, Courtney Allen, who was the head coach here before. 
Uh, and so one of the things that happened when I when I formally got when I when I first got the job was Coach Allen and I got on the phone and we called several of the players and I had an opportunity to talk with them on the phone with him, you know, and he just kind of reassured the guys that he had a relationship with that they were going to be in good hands uh, and that the program was going to move forward. And so that that definitely helped, you know, give us a little bit of credibility coming in with our kids. And then you have guys like Samaje Burrell um, and Dewan Lacey. You know, Samaje right now is at the University of Texas. He's a guy that could have easily, you know, after Coach Allen, you know, left, could have went anywhere he wanted to. And he decided that he was going to stay. And he kind of rallied the guys behind him. And um, and so that definitely helped us get off to, to the right start uh, in our program. And so, you know, being able to do that, you know, we, did, we were able to build on um, that momentum in the spring going into the summer. And then when we started the season, you know, it was just, you know, every week had its its different challenge, but it was an awesome um, experience last year. Carlos Lynn is at the other side there. He's at Crowley. You coached with him at Cedar Hill. How much has this going to build into one heck of a rivalry between the two of you? Um, I, I can definitely say that Coach Lynn has poured into my life in, in more ways um, than not. Um, I wouldn't be here without Coach Lynn. Um, being able to work for him for five years, you know, as a special teams coordinator, as a defensive coordinator, uh, my last year there, he allowed me to grow and, and to become the person that I am. And so I owe him, you know, a lot um, in my career and also in my private life as, you know, how I carry myself. Um, I'm really excited about him over at Crowley. Um, he's done a great job. You know, they're 4-0 as well. Mm -hmm. um, and the way it's looking in that last weekend in uh, November is going to be an interesting one here for the district championship, hopefully. Hey, uh, is it true you guys now, you don't have enough lockers in the athletic facility because so many kids are now being a part of athletics? Uh, yeah, you know, um, right now in our in our locker room that's allocated for us in our field house, we, we don't have enough lockers. So we take we've taken over the, the track locker room um, and we have about 35 kids in there. And then we have close to 60 in the soccer locker room right now. So um, we're, we're exploding at the seams. Um, there's a lot of growth that's happening also here in Crowley. Um, we have over 22,000 lots that are brand new and new built homes that are mm. coming to um, this city. I think we're the number one fastest growing city in the Metroplex in the Southern sector. So we're excited about the growth and our district has done an unbelievable job in preparing us for the growth. For those that don't know that when you took the job, it wasn't just you trying to keep contain and sustain some success at North Crowley with your student athletes, but you also embraced Dallas or the Metroplex, Dallas-Fort Worth with off-season workouts to help young men if they needed somewhere to work out or needed to train so they have a chance to play college football or elsewhere. That That's not something everybody would do, and you did that. How long did that take for that to kick in? Well, it was a process. Um, you know, I've I've been fortunate to start my career. I, I coached under Darn. Uh, I had an opportunity to start coaching under Darn Carthel at West Texas A&M in 2006 to 2009. Um, so I was a Division II football coach. I, I hit the road recruiting, looking for kids. Uh, my offensive coordinator, Eli Reinhardt, you know, he's been a college coach for 10 years. He's coached at some great places. Central Michigan being the last, probably the, the one with the most notoriety is Ferris State. And so he understood the recruiting aspect of it. And we sat down one day and we said, hey, let's let's like help our kids and kids in this area have an opportunity. How can we do that? And so we came up with this idea of having a combine here at our place, free of charge, 
Um, you know, and it's for all unsigned 2023 seniors last year. Um, and so it was a great turnout. We we, we contacted every Division two, Division three school uh, in the area. We strategically um, picked the last week um, of recruiting cycle so that when these guys are in the Metroplex, they could stop by and, and watch these kids. And so it was a beautiful story to watch. Uh, a lot of kids get opportunities coming, you know, out of that that camp. And we had about 150 kids show up and probably, you know, a good portion of those guys got got college opportunities last year. You played or coached, excuse me, at Cedar Ridge. I, I remember when Midway, I've done Midway football, played Cedar Ridge and Scott Bell, Sean Bells, who's now at Baylor's first year. And you guys, I mean, Jalen Ellis, I think, was a young, like a sophomore that year. But you just beat yes. the hell out of him uh, in that yes, game. Sir. And then Sean, of course, moves on to be at Baylor. You were there. You now just pl finished playing against your old head coach at Lovejoy. Now you're going to be playing against Carlos at Crowley. So you've got kind of a, a, a spider web of connections and, and relationships, don't you? I do. You know, and, and, and you know, this is year 18 for me, um, you know, and I think it's been a, a blessing to be underneath the leadership that I've been underneath. You know, I, I've, I've started out again with, with coach, you know, um, coach Carthel at West Texas A&M. So I'm well connected with the Carthels and his son, who's doing a great job over at SFA. Um, started coaching high school at Tascosa high school in Amarillo um, for Ken Plunk. So I was at Tascosa for four years. I left there and I became the defensive coordinator when Chad Dunham, our DC got the head job at Dumas. I was there for a year and, uh, moved on to Cedar Ridge uh, for three years and then Cedar Hill for five. So, you know, being underneath all of those guys, I was able to take a little bit from each one of those guys and apply it to, you know, what my beliefs are and my core values are as a, as a head coach. And I believe that it's helped me, you know, definitely um, run this program and shape this program to the success that we've had. This is early. my 43rd year of covering high school football. And one of my favorite people in the history of ever is Alan Wilson. Uh, I covered him. He was at Paris, as you know, won a state title. Then what he did with JT, now Tyler High, the state championship, I did their last three games that year. And then they played for one, lost to Katie in 2000. Then he goes to Carter and does a pretty good job there. How much do you soak in what he can help you with? And what is his actual role with, with Crowley ISD? Well, Coach Wilson... Um, definitely has forgotten, you know, more <laughs> football than, than I'll ever have an opportunity to learn and, and know. So I am, I am blessed beyond measure uh, that when I had an opportunity to come here, Coach Wilson was, um, you know, deemed the interim head coach. Uh, so he had an opportunity really to just kind of watch and see what was really broken uh, and what the administrative side needed to do in order to fix those things. So coming up uh, coming into this job I, I was in a unique situation because I had an opportunity to have a guy like Alan Wilson here help get things on the right track from a from an administrative um, administrative standpoint uh so all I had to worry about doing is just really coaching football and getting our kids up to speed um on, on the things that we wanted to do uh coach Wilson's still around um he pops in every every week um I, I have a um and if you know coach Wilson um, whenever he shows up, you, you might as well block off an hour to two hours of your time um, because Coach Wilson loves to talk. And um, I love to listen. Uh, and every week he he, he gives me something, uh, a nugget um, that I that I use going into that week in preparation, um, something that I can give to the kids, something that I put in my back pocket. 
Um, and just that wisdom is, is irreplaceable. So I'm, I'm blessed that he's here. All right. Now I have to ask you this because in today's America of football, everything is pretty wide open. There's some that run the slot T or the, but I know him. He lived and died with the yeah, wing yeah. T. So yeah. hey, what are you, what offense are you running? Well, we're, we're very multiple. That's what um, I thought. So did you have, like, has he tried to get you like, and it worked for him, but no, you, that's like, he ran that with perfection, knew how to get the big kids on the offensive line that could move. But I bet that's been some fun talk, right? It has, you know, and, and to be honest with, you know, a lot of our schemes, you know, has some type of variations of, you know, the wing, wing T style of, of running game. We're really a gap scheme team. And, you know, when you look at a lot of wing T teams, they, you know, are our gap scheme team as well with, with your, with your buck sweeps and your <laughs> power plays. And we run a lot of those same types uh, of schemes. So um, when you come watch us, you get a chance to see some of that just kind of um, updated a little bit. Was there a win your first year? Was it Lovejoy? Trinity? Of course, they've got a huge tradition. Not quite the same. Was there a win when you said, Hey, we've got this. This I know Prosper ended your year, and that's been feeding you since. But what game made you realize we're pretty good? It would have been that Lovejoy game. Um, that Lovejoy game, I felt going into it, you know, they were a loaded team on the offensive side of the ball. They had four Division One receivers. Um, their offensive line was big, physical, and nasty. Um, and, you know, they were able – you know, to put up, you know, crazy points in the first two weeks of the season versus really good teams, an Argyle team and a College Station team. So we knew we had our hands full. Um, we knew that we were going to have to come out and play really well on the defensive side of the ball if we went and wanted a chance to win the game. And our kids came in and they just bought in um, that entire week. And we had one of our best weeks of practice and it resulted in a win for us on that Friday. And it was at that moment that we – begin to believe just fully bought in our kids that we can go and we can do this thing here at North Crowley. Uh, and so when I look back, you know, even till today, I mean, that, that win was a huge win for us. And heck, this year it was a, a big win for us. Yeah. Yeah. That validated it again. Not that you needed that, but you got it again. Trinity coming up this week, Ray, very proud of what you're doing, how you've soaked and marinated in all the information you've watched, but also put your own fingerprint on it. Mike McFarland raves about you. I've known him a long time. And when I looked up who the superintendent was, I said, okay, this makes all the sense in the world. Uh, good luck. And, and really, I, I've done games where North Crowley was the opponent, and it, it wasn't pretty because things weren't very good. And what you've done in a short amount of time is incredible. And I know that you have bigger goals. I wish you the best of luck and congratulations so far and good luck going forward, not only this week, but also into the future. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having us on. Ray Gates, the head coach at North Crowley. They're 4-0. Trinity coming up this Friday. And this is the Texas Statewide High School Football Podcast. Peter's Ram in Longview is the number one Ram truck dealer in East Texas. Don't miss the biggest deal in Texas. The Ram Half-Ton Lone Star. 2.9% for 72 months or get a $9,000 discount. Ram Heavy Duty Trucks. The largest selection this year. And Ram Commercial and Fleet Units are in stock and ready to go to work. The largest selection of new Ram vehicles at Peter's Ram during the Ram Power Days. Online at peterschryslerjeep.net. 
In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears! TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Hill has been the head coach at Smithson Valley since the early 1990s, and they had a history before him that was not very good. And what they have done, the Rangers since that time, is really remarkable. And Larry Hill, the head coach at Smithson Valley, joins me, David Smoke, in the Texas High School Football Podcast. 30, what, 30 years? 300 career wins? 20-something right. in consecutive playoff appearances? You make the quarterfinal round like you're breathing. Uh, why? Why Why have you been able to have this success at Smithson Valley? Well, I think it's a lot of things. You know, I don't know that there's any single factor that you can point to. You know, of course, we've been blessed. You know, God's blessed us in, in so many ways. But, uh, you know, a, a stable coaching staff that's been together for a long time, uh, working for and with outstanding people who, who share, you know, belief systems and common goals. Um, great community support uh tradition you know we were coaching some some kids whose dads played here in the early years uh great middle school feeder system uh, uh that, that we have uh control over you know we don't have um, divided attendance zones or anything like that and, and continuity and then of course you know i think success breeds success we've had a whole generation of players come through that don't know that it could really be any other way so I don't think it's any one of those things I think it's just a combination of all those things you mentioned the early years and I 
brought this up to you before we started. I went to Universal City Randolph. I moved there right before my senior year. I lived in Japan. My dad was military like most of the kids at Randolph. And I think it was like one of the fourth or fifth, sixth games Smithson Valley had ever played. Randolph won 34 to nothing. Um, but I remember, and I and I've always the schools we played back then were Bernie. Smithson Valley, I played New Braunfels Canyon, who you play in this week, a huge rival. And I've watched those schools, how they've grown and gotten better, including what you've done. Uh, when did you think, because you were one in nine, I think, your first year. And probably everyone goes, okay. But when did you know? When did what was What was the game or the year or the moment when you thought, this thing, we're going to turn this around? Well, we began to see signs the first year. We were one in nine, as you mentioned, uh, coming off a one and nine the, the year prior to my arrival, but you know, games that had been 51 to seven were 17 to 10 or mm -hmm. 24 to 14, or, you know, we lost a lot of games late, you know, so we began to close the gap, even though there were no tangible results as far as any more wins than, than what we had had. So you began to see it there, but then having a full off season and, a, and, and into the second year, you know, we needed a breakthrough and, uh, you know, we started the year and won all of our non-district games. So that in itself had everybody buzzing. But I think Canyon had just, New Braunfels Canyon had just come off a 12 or 13 game season. They'd advanced a good ways in the playoffs and they were uh, the reigning district champions. And we played over there and uh, uh, we had a big throw and catch and we caught uh, a pass in the end zone with about 10, 11 seconds left to win it. I think on the bus ride home, our players, since we have won, now we've beaten somebody that maybe we're not supposed to beat yet. And uh, we went on to make the playoffs that second year. And, uh, you know, from that point, you know, we've just been been able to build a little bit more and a little bit more. A year or two later, we won our first playoff game. And, um, you know, uh, success breeds success. You, you mentioned um... – the Canyon, and that's who you're playing this week. You have an 18-game win streak against them. When I And I want to keep reflecting back, but when I played for the Rohawks, Cole, the Army base and the Air Force base, was a huge rivalry, and Randolph won that thing like forever, uh, even if it was one-sided, and it is now in a way, but I know you still have great respect for them. What is the rivalry like? I know the locations, the proximity are like right next to each other, but what is that rivalry like with Canyon? Well, not to pour water on the on the uh, on the topic, but you know we it's probably not as big a rival as people think. We are in the same uh, ISD, Comal ISD, but their kids are in New Braunfels. They're a lot closer and know many more of the New Braunfels high school mm -hmm. kids. Uh, that worst bowl, as they call it, uh, it's a non-district game now because they're in different classifications. But it's been played every year for a long time. Smithson Valley and Canyon have been back and forth. We're 6A, they're 5A, so we don't play. They're 6A, we're 5A, so they don't play. We don't play. So really last year was the first time we'd played them in four, three or four or five years. And, and our, you know, we, we have a healthy respect for them. They do a tremendous job with their program and we're up against it. But I don't know that I, it, it's not an Army, Navy, Alabama, Auburn, OU, right. Texas thing. Um, but uh, it there is it's a big game because it's early in district play against a couple of teams who have playoff aspirations, and uh, it'll be a big game setting for sure. I have seen schools that used to kind of be on their own. You mentioned you have your own feeder system and that, but the growth in that area because it's between San Antonio and Austin, like Hayes Consolidated, used to be the, the their own school, and now of course that's changed. How have you handled? 
it seemed like pretty darn well the growth in that area between San Antonio and Austin. Well, it has been a challenge because, you know, it's divided our school a couple of times. I think 2007 Canyon Lake opened and pulled uh, a portion of our attendance zone. And then a couple of years ago, the new Piper School uh, pulled about 50 percent of our uh, student enrollment. So, you know, classification changes up and down, but we've managed to hold on. You know, we, we really have just rocked on. We haven't ever addressed it in the sense of, OK, now what? You know, we just... Uh, uh, we just we're very systematic in our approach. We have a process like most people do, but uh, we just kind of spend a lot of time working on that during the week, trying to win Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And, uh, you know, we don't embrace anyone as our rival. You mentioned Canyon a minute ago. It's not that they're not our rival. We don't embrace anybody mm-hmm. as our rival. Um, old Bill Walsh axiom, you know, the the rival is the standard of excellence and you you, you compete against that every day and the winning and losing kind of takes care of itself. So with the growth and the new schools opening and our uh, declining enrollment, we've just kind of rocked on. We haven't really addressed it. We've just kept going and okay, we're playing new people now. Uh, let's next, go. What's like, next? Like next man up, right? When somebody, uh, you don't want to see somebody go down 300 wins. There are a lot in the history of Texas that have won 300 wins. I know a lot of them from the time I've covered the game since 1981. Was that win any different than number 150 or 100 or one? Well, yes and no. I mean, no. Uh, we approach every game the same, and and I was a little nervous about it, honestly, this summer because I didn't want it to become a a thing with our players or our coaches or, or our community. Um you know, a build up or geez, what if we don't get it done tonight and it has to wait a week or mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want that. But yet at the same time, it's inevitable because it is a milestone. And uh, I didn't want to be a guy to, to be the stick in the mud, the old, old, old guy the poo, <laughs> uh, that didn't. So uh, to get it was and, and to get it at home was special. But I think the other big thing is Wagner, as well as they're playing, as loaded and dangerous as they are to be able to go one and oh in district against quality team, a team that's competing for the district championship, made it all the more better. Um, and being at home, our community and school and supporters, as as you would expect, uh, did a nice little pre- uh, post-game ceremony, and it was really well done. Not over the top, which wouldn't wouldn't suit me, but uh, uh, so I was tickled about that, and, and it is a milestone, but uh, you know, at, at the same time, I, I I made this comment the other night. I get a little nervous when the word "my" right hundredth win or Larry Hill's three hundredth win. He he's just a guy, you know. And 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 there's a lot of coaches that have been here a long time too. That have been here throughout all of them. A lot of players, great community support, great administration, working for and with the best people that I know and. So for me to get credit for for a 300th win makes me a little um, a little uneasy, but I think that's how it is. You know, that's just you know that, that's how it is. But uh, uh, I, we're very proud of, of of what we've accomplished here, and uh, uh, but it's on to the next one because here we go with week two in district, and we got to get this one. Um, Larry. Your father coached, and I know that there was an article that I looked up that you, your brother coached. His son coaches for you you have sons in the coaching profession what was the one if there was one specific thing you learned from your father and what he told you about the coaching profession 
Well, uh, he's was, is my idol, remains that today. He's 92 years old and rocking along and mm. watching all the games. But, uh, you know, it's funny. I was at all the practices, all the games around that my whole life growing up, my brother and I. But what really was compelling to me is is how the ex-players would come back. They'd see him in the store. They'd see him in the parking lot. They'd see him at church. And how they would just gush over how they were better men because of playing for him. They never brought up the wins. Uh, sometimes I would ask when the guy left, was he one of your better players? I don't remember him. No, not necessarily. Um, you know, being better men when they leave your program. And uh, <laughs> do they gain those lessons more when you're winning? Absolutely. Uh, but uh, I think that's the biggest thing. And then the other thing I think I learned from him is um, – you got to change with the times. You know, my dad coached in the segregation era and he coached in the integration. And uh, the steps that he took behind the scenes to make that go smoothly at the school he, he was at, uh, pretty phenomenal, particularly a guy that was born in the Deep South and lived mm-hmm. in Southern Texas. So, um, you know, not being afraid to change, of course, that was a social change, but even on the field, you know, what can this group of players do and how can we modify or adapt uh, to play to their strengths? And I saw that up close. Last thing for you, Larry Hill, Smithson Valley football coach with us on the Texas high school football podcast. Today's America, today's football. uh, We see now what's happening, what's trickled down into college with the NIL and transfer portal. And this, the way things are, what is the biggest challenge in your opinion for the coaching profession? Well, I think getting kids to stick with something. You mentioned the transfer portal and NIL, and that's, of course, at the college level, but we're beginning to see some of that even at the high school level. Um, I think this is the greatest generation ever as far as being informed, being intelligent, so much information at their fingertips, uh, whether it's their phone, their computer, or how they're the smartest ever. Um, I think what gets lost there, and it's not anyone's fault because all of us are prone to it, but you move right on to the next thing. I mean, let me swipe the screen, go read something else. This is boring. Or I want to go check this out. And I think it's pervaded into our uh, consciousness. If things aren't working out, where I'm going to go somewhere else, or I'm going to do something else, or I'm not going to do this anymore, or all the above. And resiliency, uh, if we're not careful, is going to become a lost trait. And uh, athletics, football in general, was a place for a long time where you know, you, you dig your spurs in the, in the sand and you, you you anchor in and you get with it. And uh, I hope we're not losing that. I, uh, I'd like to think we're not, but I, it is a bigger challenge than ever because of the society we live in. Man, that's well said. Thank you, Coach. I'm so glad I was able to get a hold of you. So glad you're a part of what we do. I love what you do for a living. I have great respect for the coachings around the state of Texas. And my 43 years covering the game, uh, and even a, a couple of years that I played it, I, I appreciate your time. Congratulations on what you've done. I know that means nothing now because you have the next challenge ahead of you, and that's why you've been so successful at Smithson Valley. Have a great week, and good luck this week. Okay, thanks for having me on. Larry Hill, the head coach at Smithson Valley on the Texas High School Football Podcast, Smokey.com. Peters Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat in Longview has the largest new Jeep selection in East Texas, like the Jeep Wrangler 4XE, with fuel economy of 49 miles per gallon and 375 horsepower. And the Jeep Gladiator Sport is 6.9% for 72 months, or 10% below MSRP. 
And shop new Wrangler Gladiator and the Jeep Grand Cherokee during the Jeep Adventure Days event. And check out the only exclusive Jeep showroom in East Texas at Peters Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat. Online at PetersChryslerJeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-size hail and baseball-size hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears! TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletic, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Thanks again to Ray Gates, the head coach at North Crowley, and also Larry Hill. 300 now game winner uh, with his couple of years at Jordanton and also now what he's done at Smithson Valley. So here is the pick em winner, Smokey.com, and the very top of the website on the homepage, Smokey.com, there's a pick em link, and you can go to that link. The winner last week was Sandy Van Horn from Omaha. That's where Paul Pewitt High School is located, up near the Texarkana area. 26 and 4. You see the winners Randy Polk, Nicholas Hansen, Greg Ogletree, and now Sandy Van Horn, our winner from last week, with a nice record of 26-4. and four. Go to that link up until 5 on Thursdays and make your picks. Here are the games of this week. This is according to our great friend Jerry Forrest at pickskinprep.com. There's about 12 or 15 of them. China Spring again. They've played Melissa. They just came off the nice win against Conley, playing Parish Episcopal. China Spring, the Cougars, uh, a seven-point or touchdown favorite in this game. Ought to be good. Parish Episcopal plays good people. They're one and three. Anna, he got beat last week by Salina. They'll play All Saints Episcopal, and uh, they're a four-point underdog, Anna. Two and one against four and oh. 
a game between Comanche and Albany. Albany's so good, always 4-0. Fort Bend Marshall, unbeaten against Port Nature's Groves. There's the Connolly game against Brownwood, and Brownwood looks good at 4-0, and they will host Connolly this week in Brownwood at Gordon Wood Stadium. Also, Lake Travis and Westlake. This used to be a Lake Travis series. Then Westlake's taken over. This one's pretty competitive. We, uh, both of them undefeated. Uh, Six-point pick for Westlake. The, the number on the right side, the blue number, the lower the number, the better the game of the two combined teams that are playing. Like China Spring has an eight with the combined rankings of who they are and also Parish Episcopal. Also, uh, a, a 409 game. You hear me talk about that all the time. Silsby and West Orange Stark. Silsby about a two-touchdown favorite. Talked to John King by text earlier this week. He'll join us next week. The Lobos uh, play at Lancaster. There will be some dudes on that field. Of course, Taylor Tatum, the running back, who's committed to play at Oklahoma. But Longview, remember, got thumped. Uh, lost early in the year to open up the season. They've won three straight. Chilton and Deweyville, 8-0 combined. Carthage is a heavy favorite, but nice story at Bullard at 4-0. Carthage still the heavy favorite. Frisco, Battle of Wakeland and Lone Star with Lone Star a slight favorite. They lost that opening game, remember, to Texas High. Lubbock, Estacado and West Plains are a game that's getting some interest. Smithson Valley, we, of course, featured Larry Hill just a moment ago against New Bronzeville's Canyon, Smithson Valley's won 18 straight against New Bronzeville's Canyon in that long history that didn't, well, not long history, started back in the mid-1970s. Decatur, they have a really good team, but you look at the record, they need a win, and they play Alvarado, and looks like they might be able to get one. Really good game in Central Texas, Lorena uh, and Cameron Yo. Lorena's lost to, uh, what, they lost to China Spring, and they lost to Connolly, I believe. Is that right? Is that right, Garrett? La Vega. La Vega. I'm sorry, La Vega. So they're two and two, but look at who they lost to. They will play Yo. And then there's Holland and Weimer. Holland coming off a win against Bremond, 4 0 against 4 0. So thanks to Garrett Ross. Thanks to you, my website, smokey.com. You can go do the pick them until five o'clock on Thursday. And also there's the forums, the message boards. That's kind of, you walk in there, be ready because people are always talking a little trash. I'm David Smoke for Garrett Ross and our great sponsors. This is the Texas High School Football Podcast, Smokey.com version on 365 Sports. Enjoy week number five. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com Podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33.